the body positive movement has evolved so much over the past several years that now if somebody wants to lose weight or lose fat, all of a sudden you are anti-body positive and you get kicked out of the community. The great thing about problems is it makes me my most creative. The pill. Shall we clappy claps? Yep. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Pill Podcast. You're a little premature there. Ooh. <laughs> uh, we got David in the moderator's seat. Paco's right next to me. I'm Ryan, and we have a very special guest, Miss Cassie Ho, a.k.a. I was going to say the other one, uh. <laughs> I was telling them earlier, I don't know why, but for the longest time, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Okay. I, don't, I don't know why I'm bringing it up. I thought you're YouTube. I called you Bilo Gates. <laughs> I don't know okay. why. I don't Bio know why. Gates? It doesn't even. I know it doesn't look Bilo Gates. I thought for the longest. I don't know why. It's okay. I've had Cali Muscle called me uh, Blagadis. Okay, well, and, but and that makes more sense because it looks like that. Mine's is like a little. But Bio Gates is like a little like biohackery. It's kind of cool. I don't know. I just wasn't reading. I just don't read. So. Um, anyway, for oh, people man. who don't know, you are probably, if not the biggest fitness YouTuber or blogger or YouTuber. YouTuber, you, yeah. you are the biggest fitness YouTuber, right? Uh, yeah. Well, if not for women, one of the big, maybe yeah. for women. Right, yeah. right, mm-hmm. right. And primarily, um, I mean, you do, you, you do kind of like vlog stuff. It's not just being an instructor, right? Mm-hmm. Started out with instructor and then people wanted to know, well, yeah. what, uh, well, what do you eat? What do you do? And so it got more. Which is better because they care about you more, right? Yeah, sometimes it's not just you yelling at them. No, but sometimes they care too much. If you what does that mean? mean. No, I don't know. It means it means that you you they feel obligated to know everything that's going on in your life, and they feel like they have control over what you do. And if you don't do something that's quote unquote on brand, then all of a sudden Uh, you're wrong and mm -hmm. you're a bad person and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I that's see, what I, mean I by can that. sense some tension there. Already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's, I mean, something on your mind. Yeah. She was like, you know what? Let's just get right into it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like this. So everything, getting, open up the first. We're getting into the goods already right now. Oh, man. Did you want to warm up with something? <laughs> no, we're going wherever. So this is called off the pill because okay. it's pretty much off the Adderall, off the Ritalin. Basically, just our minds will go everywhere. So wherever we want to go. And we're going to start right there. So we're let's get right, right to there. it. No calisthenics. We're going straight in. We'll go straight <laughs> into it. Okay. Well, <laughs> yesterday was the end of my 90-day journey. So let me tell you what that is. So yeah, it started is on August 16th, and I decided that I wanted to get to an athlete level body fat percentage and I wanted to lose some weight along the way because that obviously is what happens. And when I announced that, because I was going to be blogging the entire time, people went crazy why yeah why exactly right i preach eating healthy i preach working out and that's exactly how i was going to attain these goals and i got called out for being not body positive for hating myself for being a bad um role model for women for being psycho and needing to go see a mental health specialist like the craziest things and the meanest stuff um but I told myself that I wanted to go on this journey because I needed to find my authentic self throughout mm-hmm. this journey. I wanted to blog every day for 90 days, which I hadn't done for a long time because I've been getting a lot of, you know, 
opinions and people wanting to shape me a certain way in their head. And so I, over the past several years, have become a vanilla cupcake trying to be what everyone wants me to be. Mm -hmm. And so the beginning of this 90 days was me speaking my mind again. And so of course, when I speak my mind with very like tame stuff, it's not like I'm doing anything crazy, you know, women's health rights about it, about me being controversial, Buzzfeed, Daily Mail. And it was, it became this thing. And it was, I was like, oh my God, like I'm literally going to lose a little bit of weight and I'm doing it in a healthy Wait, way. Wait, this all happened yeah. yesterday? No, no, no. So that happened on August 16th. Okay. Yesterday was the end of my 90 days. So you Got completed it. it. You completed I did. It. I completed yesterday. Congratulations. Thank yes, you. that's awesome. That just, very coincidental. We weren't planning to just do this <laughs> after that. Yeah. But okay, well, well, how has the, since that happened kind of a while ago, how has the response been since? Like, <sighs> I'm sure people have kind of come to their senses, right? Like, I'm sure, they, I mean, I'm sure there's people who are still just like, they don't even read what your explanation is. They just know, oh, she she's not for uh, what is it? Body positive. Body positive. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the yeah, term. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that, I feel like that is that's been your thing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe that's why they might have jumped the yeah. gun on that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna because I've tried to analyze this so much because I know that if other fitness YouTubers or bloggers announce the same thing, they wouldn't get the response that I got. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go back about till like 2013, 14 or something. Um, I released this video where I was Photoshopping myself to look like what the comments were telling me to look like. Why don't you have a smaller waist? Why don't you have a bigger mm. butt? You don't have abs. You're not a real fitness instructor, mm. um, which is really mean because it doesn't matter what you look like when you're teaching fitness, you're just teaching. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the video was me Photoshopping myself and that went viral. Um, and I was on Good Morning America and all these things. It was crazy. I really didn't expect it, but it was a way for me to battle the haters. And after that moment, anytime any media outlet mm. spoke about me, it was body positive fitness influencer, Cassie Ho, body positive YouTuber, Cassie Ho. It became like my thing. Yep. So the, the, the media branded me that way. But yep. the reason why I even made that video was because I was just a Pilates instructor and I was doing videos, but I just didn't have visible abs mm -hmm. and literally that caused the comments, which caused the media, which now caused me to be labeled as a body positive person or something, which right. is fine, like that's fine. But the body positive movement has evolved so much over the past several years that now if somebody wants to lose weight or lose fat, all of a sudden you are anti-body positive and you get kicked out of the community. Goodness. And so that's kind of like what happened. That's, that's so hypocritical though, because it it's, it's your you can be positive about a skinny body, right? Or you can be positive about, I mean, it's not like you're saying, hey, this is what the standard of beauty is. I mean, like if you want to lose weight and you're happy about it, then I mean, I don't see why that's an issue. Yeah, and I mean, that's how I feel about it too. As long as you're loving your body along the whole journey, whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight, like who cares? Mm -hmm. Even if you're trying to get plastic surgery and you just like love yourself and you want it, like that's that person's choice and we shouldn't be here to judge them. But um yeah, it's just really changed the the evolution of body positivity has changed over the years. And when I announced it, people went crazy. They were like, unsubscribe, you're a terrible human. You need to get psychological help. You're mentally ill. Like these words kept repeating over and over. And it was interesting because this for me was a blog journey. So a lot of it was writing. Um, I didn't release a video on YouTube and the meanest comments actually came from YouTube. I'm sure. Not from Facebook or Instagram. YouTube was really critical because they didn't go over to read my blog, I think, and just like mm. judge me based on like, you know, 
uh, a little caption and then go read here for the rest. They just like went wild. And so anyway, it was lots of drama in the beginning. Uh, towards the middle, still drama, little less, little less. I just like actually stopped posting on the YouTube community tab as much because it just fired mm. people up for some reason, even when it was positive stuff. Um, and then towards the end now, uh, I'm about to do my finale recap. And I think that's going to be drama, drama too. But I am happy to tell you that I, I did reach my goals, which is really cool. Because awesome. it, yeah, because in the beginning, when I announced my goals, there were so many people saying, oh, your number, you're, like, you're so irresponsible for announcing your numbers. You make me feel bad and all this kind of stuff. And it was just like insane. Yeah. But you know what? I kept going. Before you even did this 90 day challenge. Mm -hmm. Did you expect that sort of response or, or at least think like, maybe I'll get this? Or was that like not even in your thought process? Well, I knew that it was going to stir something, but I didn't know it would stir as much as it right. did. It was mm. like, I, there was hatred, like actual, like you are a bad human. I did not expect that. Um, so that was actually, that was actually really hard to deal with and still is right now because mm -hmm. I thought for me with diet and exercise, diet would be hard because I like to eat everything. I can like literally eat forever, but dealing with the negativity that's been pushed on me, that's been the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it almost seems like you're just another victim to cancel culture. <laughs> like somebody who's <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, fanning the flint, like people just like to be upset about something. And it, I mean, I think if people actually took the time to hear what your side of the story was and not just, I mean, I'm assuming they're just seeing things in a very broad scope, like reading a, like reading a headline in a, in an article and not mm -hmm. reading the article. Exactly. And it just seems like, I don't mean, I, I personally can't see how that's negative. Like I can't, I can't understand that you just wanted to go on a diet. How is that going to, I don't know. This is mind blowing to me. Well, I think like I, I read the comments and you know, there's hateful ones and then there's constructive and I understand where some of these girls are coming from because some of them may have an eating disorder. I myself had an eating disorder like way back then where I was scared of bananas and things like that. And so mentally there was a time period where I needed to heal myself. Mm -hmm. Luckily through lots of work, I am healed now. And so I think some fans were generally concerned that I was falling back into something dangerous. So I get that. Mm -hmm. But after explaining myself and them seeing me being being on this thing for 45 days and I'm totally fine, like, and still getting that, it's like, you really just don't want to see that I am better and I'm getting better. So, and I think maybe a lot of people look to influencers to validate what they're doing because it's like, oh, I look like her and it's okay to eat like that or work out like that and whatever. And all of a sudden your idol is now changing. It's like, I'm lost. Who do I follow now? You've betrayed me. Right. So I kind of think like, that's probably what happened yeah, a little bit. I could understand that, I guess. Yeah. Um, when you say eating disorder, does that mean eating too much or eating too little? So there's a lot of forms of eating disorders. There's, you know, there's anorexia where you don't eat anything. You eat very, very little. There's bulimia where you throw up the food that you eat. Um, I had orthorexia, which means I only ate healthy food and I was scared of anything that wasn't healthy. Um, I don't know. That's a disorder? You know, I, 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 it is, but I don't know if it's like medically a disorder, but like Sounds that's what like people it call is. it. Someone just made it up. Like I like only healthy food, so I'm going to call it this, right? Or I only well, like. Was it making, was it unhealthy? Well, it was because the fear of food. So I always felt like I was mm. in food jail. So mm. I wait. So I was in a bikini competition, and for that I was super high protein, low fat, um, pretty much eating just like egg whites, protein powder, 
uh, counted my almonds and like very, very low calorie during that period when I was getting lean. Mm -hmm. And after that period, I was terrified of eating bananas and apples. I just thought they were going to make me fat. And so mentally Mm. I was messed up. And I, it took me a while, like actually a few years to break out of that cycle because I also messed up my body and had metabolic damage. Um, meaning that sometimes I ate pizza and I would lose weight and sometimes I would eat salad and gain weight and nothing worked. Mm. And so, yeah, I kind of messed up my body. When, when, mm. you, when you talk about um, like the people who are complaining about like the, the, the fact that you're not body positive, mm-hmm. right? Um, are, these, if, are these types of people, are they a certain type like do they have a certain type of disorder or is it uh because i, I i'm thinking that maybe uh the fact that you're trying to lose weight mm-hmm. and there's the, the people are saying that you're not positive about being overweight is that is that what they're basically saying by are you a, asking if the people that are commenting that are overweight people yes basically okay, okay. yeah you did it in a very pc <laughs> way yeah. yeah because i, I no, mean but i understand that i understand that like you should love your body mm-hmm. even if you are overweight and i know there may be people who have issues with being overweight and it's tough for them to lose it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it's general knowledge that being overweight is unhealthy, right? Uh, here's my problem with terms like overweight and obese. Yeah. It's based off of a standard. Yes, and a health kno- standard. A health standard. Right. Who knows uh, what was it? A bunch of Caucasian people or what was mm-hmm. it? Like, 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 what was it? Like, do you, gotcha. like, are Asian standards the same as whatever the standards in, the, you know, these medical textbooks are? So I, I don't feel comfortable with standards. I think they help doctors mm-hmm. make a decision, but I think when it comes down to it, it's a very individual thing. Um, do I know if the people who are mad at me were overweight or not? I literally have no idea um but i can say that they're they are people most likely with insecurities that's all Mm -hmm. i can say whether it be Mm -hmm. that they're overweight or not or or something else yeah or or whatever yeah or something and so um i mean i don't want to say that they're just projecting on me whatever but it very much felt that way and it was interesting to have your own fan base kind of just judge you so hard Mm -hmm. and yeah but it's all good right now internally because I don't ever regret going on this. I feel amazing. I have so much more energy. I'm stronger. I'm faster. And I'm just glad I did this to prove to myself that I could mm-hmm. um, make some goals and then reach them. Can I ask what diet you did and what, how, what did you do exactly? So, what did you change? What I did mean? I change? So yeah. um, the first month I did keto. Have any mm-hmm. of you guys done keto? Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I did keto, but I I'm lactose intolerant, but mm-hmm. I wanted to eat the cheese and the yogurts and stuff. And I started breaking out a lot, but I did lose uh, five pounds in the first month. But anything I do in the first month, I lose about five pounds. Then I ate so many nuts that I kept gaining weight steadily for a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Um, then I realized, okay, Cassie, like, let's be honest with yourself. You were just overeating. And like I told you, I can eat forever. Like take me to a buffet and I will out eat anyone. I actually want wow. to be a competitive eater, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to do that. <laughs> but I really want to have a burrito that's as big as a baby. Have you seen those? <laughs> no. No? Okay. I, I mean, have. What kind of ba- that's not a normal baby right there. When <laughs> your hands are like, like three footballs long. Like that's not a normal baby. <laughs> well, I want to eat a burrito as big as a baby one day. Okay. <laughs> anyway, where was I going with this? I have no idea. You wanted um, to be a competitive your, eater. Well, something about your dieting. Oh, dieting. Yes. yes. So 
overeating. Realize that I was probably overeating, even mm-hmm. though I was eating healthy things. Yep. Um, so the thing that really changed it for me was tracking my food in my fitness pal and writing down, okay, I had this much and this. And it really taught me, uh, you know, I feel like I know portions, but you can always feel your hand a little extra, make your tablespoon like twice mm-hmm. as much. And so really logging everything, weighing my food kept me really strict in in a good way because I knew exactly what I was doing, mm-hmm. what I was ingesting in my body. Um, I knew the macros and everything. And so that really changed it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And workouts though, I mean, for the most part, I did like one rest day a week. I started dancing more towards the end of my journey and um, that made me less stressed and more happy. I feel like if you didn't work out, you wouldn't be as hungry. I think you're so hungry because you work out so much. People work out, eat more, right? I mean, you need yeah. more energy. Okay, so I did this blood test, um, a genetic fit test, uh-huh. and I've also done 23andMe. Have you guys done that? Mm-mm. 23? Okay. Mm-hmm. So in my 23andMe, it says that I am genetically more predisposed to be overweight. Uh, and my sister has predisposed, predisposed to be underweight. Mm-hmm. Also my dad, I think my mom was like normal. Uh, Sam, my husband is predisposed to be underweight so or the same weight. So I already have the genes that make it difficult for me mm-hmm. to be a, to have a lean body, which is interesting because I'm in the fitness industry and almost everyone has a lean body. Um, so where was I going with this? I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, I think I was just saying that I, I personally, oh, the, the people eating. I know that work out the most eat the most. Right, because you need energy. And anyway, so I took this genetic fit test that not only confirmed that, but it also said that I had like some genetic variant that said I like to eat a lot. So mm. yeah. I didn't know that was gen- like I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I mean, I uh, probably apparently. have that too. I can eat a lot. Well, you also seem to have high metabolism. I think. No, I no? can gain a lot. Really, I can gain a lot of weight really quickly, and really? I can lose a lot of weight really quickly. Oh wow! Yeah. Like I used to uh, wrestle, so I did really uh, unhealthy crash diets. I so you know how to lose weight like a, fast. Yeah, a couple days. And were you doing like um, it's mostly water weight? But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that was just like. When I starved myself, it was like the worst. I mean, you know, wrestlers. Yeah. I'm sure you know. Those weight classes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was a thing. And we did the whole, you know, they would do the whole body fat testing, hydration tests uh-huh. where you'd have to measure your fat yeah, and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. And, and there's always people that there's ways around it. Like it's what? a very unhealthy sport. Wait, can you tell me about it? I mean, I don't want to encourage other okay. people <laughs> wrestling right now. I'm sure they have better ways, but they, they would essentially, the hydration test would measure how much your body fat is. Mm. There's a minimum, right? I think it's like for guys, it's like 7% or 6 or something like that. I don't know what it is. Um, the healthy body fat. And then they compare that to your weight and how hydrated you are. So you pee in a cup. Okay. So I knew people that would just use like little Visine bottles uh-huh. and just use that to, to hydrate their pee a little bit more. Oh. So they'd be completely dehydrated, but they'd pee a little, add some water to it. And using that, that, I don't know what that thing is where they look into this like little crystal uh-huh. tube thing and they see how hydrated you are. It ba- basically, that's the way a lot of people cheated that stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, wrestling is a very dangerous we're sport. Sh- we're mm. spitting into a bucket. What? That's what that's what they did with uh, in my, when I did wrestling as well. Oh, spitting you did into wrestling a too? There were some people who spit into a bucket. Like they would chew gum just to lose weight. I mean, it was like not much weight, obviously. But oh, no, wow. it all adds up. But if you keep doing it all day long, you'll yeah. you'll have some water weight that's could, gone. Could you cry it out? I'm sure <laughs> you could. Maybe they could we'd, watch some we'd, sad movies. And <laughs> we'd, you'd be surprised. I mean, we did some dangerous stuff. Like we used to like 
<laughs> wear trash bags uh-huh. and then go running and then uh-huh. go sit sit in a hot car and oh, turn off the heaters mm-hmm. and then you know take x lax and all that stuff oh my gosh yeah, so you think you did damage to yourself i think i did a good good amount yeah that sounds like yeah. it <laughs> wow just to make weight and just bad habits i think over and i started like you know we'd eat so much and then like see our weight increase by like 10 pounds and then just crash and just lose it all and that mentality kind of stayed with me to a certain degree i don't do that as crazy but like mm-hmm. i think it's a very dangerous habit to get i mean i, I think it's a habit because i think i still do that to a certain degree not starve myself but yeah. i think oh i'm gonna just lose it in a couple of weeks and then if i gain it back i'll just lose it again huh yeah. That's crazy. And it's interesting because we never really talk about men dieting or men's mm-hmm. view of their bodies and how they feel about it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of, um, I mean, I don't call it names. A lot of people, they, a lot of guys, they care about that stuff too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Getting mm-hmm. bigger, getting ripped and yeah. then, you know, being skinnier, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's very normal. I would say. I think especially when you, you're in front of a camera, you can yeah. you notice That's it, true right? Too. Like yeah. I notice if I even gain like three pounds i mean is that a lot um, if i gain like even three pounds i'm like <laughs> you can Ooh. see it well, you, can yeah, see you can see it, it in yeah. my my yeah and so you know i'll feel sad and then i'll be like okay i'm not eating for the next three days wait so uh <laughs> do you guys like struggle with the way that you look in the mirror ever i don't i don't not really not me oh, i would yeah, say for, for sure. me uh-huh. i yeah i would i would say like there's days where like man i don't want to take a picture today Mm. you know or like mm-hmm. and, and then there's times when i'll like lose weight and i feel not because i feel like skinny is beautiful mm-hmm. um but like i just feel like that's the right weight for me mm-hmm. and i feel like this is what my face should look like or this is what mm-hmm. my body should look like you feel comfortable yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i'm it's not that i don't when i'm bigger like i don't mind yeah um but it's just like this is like what it should be okay for me for like what i want right right right, yeah. right, right so right. yeah i mean i would say there's definitely days where i'd be like i don't want to take a picture today yeah you were just talking about this today uh with what <laughs> you you said you didn't you you were working out more and oh yeah just like because you never work out i never work out but like for me um just noticing like when you look a little bit more out of shape uh for me like i just want to look skinnier mostly because i know if i'm skinnier that means i'm more fit mm-hmm. and uh it, i'll just be able to perform better mm-hmm. when i play sports and stuff right like that. and see That's it's true. like performance based yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. that is true yeah yeah but um uh i don't know is it about Halftime is why. Yeah, we're about there. Yeah. Oh, should we take a, a sh- do our shishi break? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so uh, we're taking a shishi break right now, and apparently this is a new thing. So um, what do you have prepared for us? Are you going to serenade us or perform something yeah. for Wait, our halftime I, show? I don't even know what what a shishi <laughs> break is. Shishi is where we take a bathroom break, and we use the bathroom. Oh, yeah. You were hanging I out with see. people from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. you know what shishi is. I Hawaiian. don't know. I was, Not like, Hawaiian, I was like, are we eating sushi? Like, what are you <laughs> saying? <laughs> no, it is just our halftime, halftime yeah. break. Um, so what talent do you have that you can perform in 30 seconds? <gasps> uh, I can sound like a pigeon. Okay. For 30 seconds. For 30 no, seconds? No, you don't have to do it. it. Just go ahead. I'd... I don't know what a pigeon sounds like anymore. Sounds we got a bird here. We got a bird here. The thing about that is um, in Hawaii, I've had friends do that, and then they have their... Uh, Slipper? Flip-flop or slip, yeah, slipper loosely on their foot and they slap it to against on like the oh, wings. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Pretty hardcore. Yeah, we didn't, we, um, this is literally our first time asking someone to okay. do that. So <laughs> you uh, didn't have to do that. We just said, I we're going to just start asking. <laughs> Halftime show. All right, we'll be right back after okay. our shishi break. 
we're back. I got a question. Okay. Have you ever fasted like a straight fast with just water? No, I have not. I've read a lot about that and apparently it's very good for you to, to do that once in a while. Like a f- straight up fast. So I've never done that. I've done a juice fast, but that's still like calorie, like 1200 calories a day. So I was never actually 1200 started. calories oh. of juice. Uh-huh. What kind of juice? <laughs> I just went to Press Juicery and bought like their beginner's pack. It was too sweet though. Um, but it made me lose straight up seven pounds in three days, but it was just water weight yeah, and wastage right. and stuff, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've never done a water cleanse. Um, but yeah, I've heard like monks can do it up to like a month. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really like chewing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love food too, but I, I tried it for three days. Oh, you and did? All I did was think about food. Um, <laughs> but I will say that it, did give me a lot of clarity. It was weird. Okay, how did that happen? Uh, I don't know. I, that I mean, I, I hear that that's what happens when you're on keto too. Uh-huh. But my it, your brain functions a little bit differently, and you do get like this weird kind of energy that's not your like normal physical energy. Mm. But you do get, get like this like your. It seemed like my brain was not um, tired. It, it didn't seem tired. Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh, I felt pretty sharp actually. That's when, when you don't think about food, then then your thoughts and, and the things that you have to focus on actually are very clear. Mm. So I, I don't know. I noticed that for myself. Just wanted to see if you tried it. Wow. No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Um, when I was on keto though, for that month, uh, it was, it was definitely not the diet for me. Like I mm. was constantly thirsty drinking, like mm-hmm. just con- you're supposed to mouth. be though. Right. Yeah, I was like that too. I was super thirsty. I started getting these keto, like flu headaches. Did you yep. get that too? Mm-hmm. Um, tired all dry the time. mouth. Try Yeah. So then my friend who wrote like a book on keto, he was like, Oh, you need to take, like you put salt in your hand and actually like eat it. Plus you need all these supplements. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? That's not my thing. Like I just, really like to be food is my medicine medicine is my yeah. food so i just decided that wasn't for me yeah i, I don't think i did it the right way either mm. where like you check your ketone levels oh i didn't and, do that yeah, i didn't and do that i didn't want to prick my finger i hate needles i cry still as an adult i didn't even I know can. you had to do that but i didn't yeah yeah you like you're supposed to prick your finger check your ketones and be like mm-hmm. oh am i in ketosis or not right. yeah i didn't do that See, i i did it back before keto was keto before you- it was a thing like i did it wrong but it was like before it was a fad i would say back in like 2000 10 11 so maybe, maybe so then you're doing like atkins basically like low kind carb? of but no yeah. carb yeah uh-huh, like even uh-huh. down to like uh, well low carb but yeah. down to like okay this has one gram i'm not gonna eat it wow yeah mm-hmm. because i didn't know i didn't mm-hmm. know anything there was right. no real information out there i just right. knew that by starving yourself of carbs your energy will come from your fat that's mm-hmm. all i knew i didn't mm-hmm. know anything else and that's not quite the right way to do it <laughs> but <sighs> it it works i mean you lose weight you just don't feel great no, you don't. And you know, anytime you take out an entire food group, you're probably going to lose weight from the initial shock anyway. Right. Yeah. And then you'll plateau. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was wondering when, like, what got you into the fitness thing? Like, were you, uh, when you were young, were you always like into sports and were you very active? And is that what kind of triggered that? Or was it, uh, so was it something else? Okay. You? So my dad trained me and my sister in tennis when we were really young. So I started playing tennis when I was like, five or six. Wow. Uh, he's a USTA coach and Dang. oh man, it was like Asian dad yelling at you on the mm. court situation. <laughs> uh, but he, he was a good coach, I suppose, because I made varsity my freshman year as team captain from sophomore to senior year. But I hated tennis so much because it had always been about 
it being for my dad, for winning for the team. Right, right. So I didn't discover fitness until I was 16. Because when I was 16, I wanted to do a pageant. Um, I wanted to do the Miss Teen Chinatown pageant. And I wanted to, you know, look good for it. And like, you know, mm-hmm. when you're a teenager and 16 and it's like 2002, like I didn't know anything about fitness. But I saw an infomercial for Mari Windsor Pilates. And I asked my parents to buy me the DVD because it looked really cool. Like these women just lifting their leg. And I was like, that's really fun. They <laughs> bought it for me. And then I did those videos religiously and fell in love with like home fitness. Um, and it's crazy because now girls do my videos just like that mm-hmm. on YouTube in their bedroom. So when I was 16, I discovered Pilates. I ended up getting certified as a sophomore in college. Wow. And then I started teaching just on the side. Um, and then I didn't start my YouTube channel until after college. And really it was just, I was moving from LA to Boston for my very first job. And my students at 24 Hour Fitness are like, oh, Cassie, who else is going to teach us this? Because my format is pop Pilates. So it's Pilates to pop music. It's kind of like a dance on the mat. No one else was teaching that. And so I said, okay, I'm going to record this 10-minute video, put it on this website called YouTube. It's just for you guys, like 40 people. Then I left. And that's how the YouTube channel got started mm. because I wanted to continue teaching from a distance, which is crazy because that's exactly what I'm doing right now, except all wow. over the world. Yeah, that is crazy. And you've, you've done in person. Uh, I've seen pictures of like mm. you with like hundreds of people like in person. Yeah. Doing this, like this, the dance routines and stuff. That was insane. It's crazy. My biggest one was Singapore and we were on the Empress lawn and we're all doing like plie squats and I could barely see to the horizon, but I later read that there were three to 4,000 people there that day plie squatting with me. And I was like, what? In Singapore where it's like 90 degrees with like a hundred percent humidity. Oh my God. Singaporeans are so like perfect like they were all on beat. I don't know how, wow. but yeah, I mean, everything about them is perfect. <laughs> it's like school for them. Everything yeah, is very disciplined and disciplined. do this by the book. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I have a couple of questions because uh, you said you graduated college, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. what did you graduate in? Uh, biology. So I majored in biology mm-hmm. and minored in business. Uh, and then you are also like fashion buying at some point yeah that's right so i had always wanted to be a fashion designer i've drawn dresses ever since i was a little girl but when i told my dad and my mom that i wanted to become a fashion designer they were like you are definitely not doing that because you're gonna be poor you're gonna have no friends and um i don't know all the other mean stuff you just you won't you won't be successful ever so i decided to not do it he said you should be a doctor because you're doing well in bio and chem right now so just go do that and so i did that but my heart was just Mm -hmm not into it. My soul was gone. And so I always drew things on the side. And while I was teaching uh, Pilates in college, I, you know, I had to hold my yoga mat, my CD, my keys, everything is all over the place like this. And so I decided to design a yoga bag for myself. And when my students saw it, they really wanted to buy it. Then I found a local manufacturer to make some of these bags. And before I left for Boston, I remember sending out a few bags to some magazines. But at this time, you know, every bag that you make is like gold because it's all you have. Um, about eight months into my new job as a as training to become a fashion buyer. So I really was like, no, I'm not doing this whole biology thing. My parents were so mad at me because I dropped out of organic chemistry last minute to make sure I could not make it in time for my MCAT. I had to sabotage myself mm-hmm. because I was such an obedient child that 
I just went through with everything that they said. I wanted to be perfect. And so I really had to sabotage myself. Anyway, so eight months into my uh, fashion buying job, my sister is texting me and her finger's pointing to something on, on in the text. And I noticed that it's my yoga bag in Shape Magazine. And so I took it as a sign to quit my job and go for this 100% because you never know if you're going to make it if you don't give it your all, right? Um, and so I quit my job. I bought a ticket to China on Friday and left on Sunday. Went to the Canton Fair, found a manufacturer, and then let the bags develop. I came back to Boston and pretty much just kept making YouTube videos because now I had no job. And I was teaching like at 6 a.m., 12 p.m., and a 6 a.m. like every day and it was weird 12 times a week barely making any money and just trying to hustle wow so yeah that is a uh, people don't i don't know if people realize how rare that is and crazy and risky yeah especially because it seems like your childhood seemed to be almost like a like a very st your stereotype mm -hmm. like the, mm -hmm. the the chinese you're full chinese uh, chinese vietnamese mm -hmm. okay well asian parents asian, who yeah. say become a doctor don't mm -hmm. do this other nonsense and you decide to walk away from that pissing them off in the process yeah and going all in but everything's good now with the family yeah. uh, <laughs> they don't really. really they don't like that you're doing successful uh, now <laughs> like you know it's one of those things where it's like never enough Okay. Mm. So like, even, even if it's like, I think they are proud of me because it's this whole landscape they don't even understand, but it's always more like, well, why can't you sell more? You know, just like those little <laughs> questions here yeah. and there, like, yeah. mm, you know, it doesn't make wow, me feel it's good. It's like a movie. Fine. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I guess uh, a, a follow-up question to that because yeah. a lot of people, you know, they constantly want to know from their idols or people that they look mm -hmm. up to, what made you make the jump? Because you've made several different jumps. Mm -hmm. um, what gave you the courage or what was the signs and what allowed you to persevere through the hard times? Like, especially when the only thing paying your bills was doing Pilates teaching mm -hmm. and you, you said you had it rough. Yeah. What made me take the leap was that if no one was going to believe in me, I needed to believe in myself. And if I were going to fail, I wanted to fail hard and know that and be like, okay, we're good with that. I don't want to ever regret that I never tried. And so I'm always willing to take the risk on myself. Um, and, you know, back then as a, a college kid, I just wanted to follow my passion, whatever that meant. But following my passion, following my gut has gotten me to where I am today because I know what feels right and what doesn't. And my whole motto is do more of what makes you happy, do less of what doesn't. And so following that has allowed me to get here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think though, because uh, a lot of people be like, yeah, nice. I'm going to follow my dreams right. now. But mm -hmm. uh, you did, uh, in a way, your parents uh, instilled a lot of hard work ethics into mm -hmm. you it sounds like mm -hmm. um just because you, even with uh talking about your 90 day you were just like yeah i studied all this stuff i took yeah. so many notes yeah and just everything you've talked about so far it just seems you've extensively done research mm -hmm. you take notes and you put work into it right so it requires a lot of that as well um if, maybe if you want to speak on that yeah i mean Clearly, it's not like, follow my heart, la-di-da, everything's going to be fine. You need to have a plan, you know, like plan A, plan B. And, uh, but when, but, but I do believe that when you go for something, you have to go all in. It's kind of like, I don't know, uh, have you guys ever rock climbed or 
you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, do doing something where pretty much if you don't go all in, you're gonna fall off. Mm-hmm. Like you have to just make the leap. Yep. And so for me, that's what I needed to do in real life to see if it was gonna work or not. Um, and I don't know, maybe it is something innate. Maybe it is, well, not maybe, definitely my parents trained me to be a very studious person, a very uh, disciplined person, but also I'm a high achiever and I like progress. I like results. And I like getting that A. I mean, like, that's just who I am. It stressed me out throughout school, but I really liked it. And I liked reaching my goal this time. It brings me a lot of joy. So, yeah, I mean, you just got to be smart about it. Because, like, it's not like I went for my dreams and invested all my money or there were very little that I had that time into these bags. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was still teaching. I was still hustling. I was still, I was doing, like, Craigslist jobs. Like, I think if it were back then, I probably would have been driving Ubers and delivering Postmates. Like I would have mm-hmm. just like done everything and been very humble about it until I could get where I wanted to be. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what do you tell yourself? Um, like, do you ever think about what could potentially go wrong? And do you try to convince yourself like if it goes wrong, then this will happen? Or are you just more like kind of stubborn when it comes to the, the those types of, uh, you know, uh, scenarios in your head? And you're like, I will never let that happen. Well, things are always going to happen. Um, so many terrible and things have gone wrong in my life, but I immediately switch into problem solving mode. Mm. There's no time to be sad about it. It's like, how do we fix this now? Um, so you just got to be ready. And even if you're not ready, just start thinking really hard. How are you going to fix this? Because I think the great thing about problems is it makes me my most creative. Right. Mm. Mm. True. Absolutely. It's interesting. You say that you, in the beginning that you were very, sensitive and emotional person but Mm. it seems like you're very logic based when it comes to work that's the thing when it comes to work i'm super logic based Mm -hmm. i'm super problem solving but when it comes to people judging my character i become like (laughs) this like really soft thing that just Mm -hmm. melts and dies (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's so interesting to me because it's usually it's almost one or the other but it's the kind of both yeah so like i think back to school and um i feel like i had a hard time socially because i don't know like i i my high achieving self made it hard for people to like me i guess i don't know but it, I, I definitely wasn't cool it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't cool and i always struggled in the social scene um and i think that's where that whole the comments affect me so much thing comes from because right. that's a social thing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but work-wise i've always been like i don't care i'm just gonna go for it i'm gonna do it whatever and that's it's something on you're me. confident in. i'm very confident in my skills um right. but when it comes to social stuff like sometimes i'm like i don't know what i'm doing what, right 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 what yeah. about the social stuff were you kind of uneasy about like is it was it hard to make friends was it regarding to regarding dating or was it like oh. interacting with teachers like was it okay something like that or? teachers have always been fine because like i was student. like teacher's pet okay <laughs> yeah. uh students friends uh yeah i mean like i don't know i i i just see i'm even struggling with it now i just like i don't know okay i'll tell you about one time so i I ran for a student government freshman year of high school. And, um, and here's the thing. I'm not well liked, but I am well known back in that scene 
because of all the things that I did and all the clubs I was in or whatever. Um, but when I was in student government, which is super clicky and super popular kids, I remember we were making a float for homecoming and I was in charge of the budget, obviously. And so we're at Walmart and trying to buy hairspray to like spray down the thing to make them stick up these like tissue papers. And so I'm like, okay, we should buy the generic brand because it's cheaper than uh, this like Tresemme or something like that. And the, ki the kids, like they videotaped me and then they sent that video around telling everyone that I was cheap. Like, I don't know, just like stuff like that happening mm -hmm. scars me. And like, I still remember that. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but I just have always struggled so, socially. So do you now buy the more expensive <laughs> tissue? Or do, you, do you still stick That's with That's your takeaway from it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I still shop at like Home Goods, Marshalls, TJ. But I like saving money. Yeah, but when yeah, it's time to buy luxury, you, you can splurge. But like, be smart when you can be smart. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah. we have some questions from fans here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. Uh, we got one here from Marianne. Uh, she asks, would you ever consider running a marathon? No. <laughs> I ran, that was an easy answer. <laughs> I ran a half marathon That's twice, still pretty I impressive. think. I hate running. Mm. Like, I hate it. Like, I'll do it, but I do not enjoy it in any aspect. My legs hurt. My mind's numb. I just, like, really don't like it. Yep. So, no. Do you like sports, <laughs> though? No, see, I don't like sports either because I don't like being competitive physically like that. Um, I guess like internally I'm like semi-competitive just based on my work stuff, but not like that it overtakes my life. But that's why I really didn't like playing tennis because mm. it's always about winning or losing. And I just mm. hated that. I don't mind competing against myself, but competing mm. against other people stresses me out. So what are other ways you compete against yourself? Oh, you know, just like, uh, okay, just for, for example, like the 90 day journey. Like, mm -hmm. I want to hit this number. How do I get there? How do I get there faster? Like, what Got can I do? Okay. Like, that kind of stuff. Or, like, you know, I lifted this much yesterday. How much can I squat today? Like, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, when I'm comparing to is, other why people. Why don't you want to, um, like, I mean, like, you, were you valedictorian? No. Were no, you striving to be? Of course. Yeah. But that's the best. <laughs> amongst but, everyone but, but but i couldn't do it my sat but, scores were not that great <laughs> is that based off sats i think it's everything it's oh GPA, really SATs, everything. i didn't know yeah. I, I thought it was just gpa i have no idea yeah we weren't close clearly yeah <laughs> not even close um oh wow i, I wouldn't have I, I would have assumed you're just incredibly competitive yeah I, th I think I... I don't know why I assumed that. Well, I assumed I a lot I, of things about you. I it might be I wrong. Am, I think I am competitive, <laughs> uh -huh. but I don't like being competitive. You don't like making other people lose, basically. No, right? no. <laughs> and I don't like losing either. <laughs> so I just rather not be competitive. Yeah. Do you do like uh, board games or stuff like that? Mm -hmm. I love playing board games. Does it come out a little bit? Uh, not too much. Not in board games. I think it has to do with like work and stuff like that. Mm. Work or like beating sales from last year and you know, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm just confirming with the gentleman in the back because he sat up straight when we started about talking about you being competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Nervously laughing <laughs> on the couch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm competitive. <laughs> you want to go to the next I one? Yeah. Like we got another question here from Potter Freak. Uh, tips on always staying motivated when working out. I'm okay. Sure you get this a lot. Oh yeah. So this here, is an important one. Here's yeah. the thing. You're not motivated if you don't like what you're doing. So like pick mm -hmm. a workout that's fun. So I love dancing. I love Pilates. Like when I go to my workout, it feels like a treat, not a chore. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Uh, secondly, maybe have an accountability partner, like a friend, a sister, boyfriend, whoever do it with you. So now it becomes like a date. So that makes it fun. Again, it's all about finding the joy in working out. And that to me is the secret. 
And also finding something that you can constantly get better at, something mm. that you can increase your skill in because it makes it exciting to come back and be like, oh, can I do this handstand? Am I a little straighter? Did I run like one second faster than last time? Like, I think that's incredibly that motivating. Yeah. yeah. Having, having, being able to see improvement yes. is, is very addicting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Progress is addicting. But to counter that, a lot of people don't improve very quickly and mm. they get bored or they get, they're just not patient or... You know, I or feel like most quickly. people, yeah, most people, if they don't stop seeing results, they mm -hmm. just quit, right? So then, and that happens a lot for a lot of people. It does. And that's why I love doing all sorts of workouts. So sometimes people are like, oh, why do you do yoga and Pilates and dancing and all this other stuff? It's because I like to. It would be so boring if I just did one thing all the time. Mm -hmm. But um, I think you're just going to find that level for you that makes it exciting and interesting. Right. So whether that's through variety or increasing your skill level, just find that thing that keeps you coming back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We got one more here from Daniela. Uh, she asks, if I want to get in better shape, not just losing weight, should I focus more on workouts or on eating? So in my experience, um, she, wait, what did she say? She better wanted to shape. better shape. Better shape. workout, right? Not just losing weight, just better shape okay. by working out or eating. Okay, so Properly. I guess we don't know what she means by shape, like physical shape or just oh. like healthy fit shape. I'm but assuming she means like a six pack okay. kind of oh, body. If we're talking about yeah. leaner, then if we're talking about leaner, you know, I think when people say that abs are made in the kitchen, have you guys heard that? Yep. Mm -hmm. It's because all of us have a six pack, so mm -hmm. that it's covered by a layer of fat yep so in order to get rid of that fat it's gonna be a lot of cardio a lot of hit workouts and then of course um maybe creating that calorie deficit so that you can start losing the fat on your body for me in my experience especially on this 90 day journey it a lot of it was food because i've always been working out i'll enjoy working out but the food i had always been overeating yeah. um so Focusing on the food, I do a lot of lean protein along with vegetables, cauliflower, everything. That's how what I replace my rice with, and that's helped oh, a lot. I know, I, I know. Tried. Cauliflower is great though. I, tried I hate cauliflower. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. I tried cauliflower poke yesterday from Sweet Fin. Oh my god! No, it's so disgusting. good. No, 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 no. It's good. You have to try it. You have to try. It. It's actually. Really I mean, good. I would try it, but <laughs> I've tried the cauliflower rice and from where. Uh, well, I mean, I've had pre-made ones and I okay. tried making my own. Okay. <laughs> and it, it, I mean, the thing is, if you want rice, it's not rice. It's not rice. It's, it's, it's something. Not rice. It's, it's definitely something. something, it's something but white. it'll never replace rice. You shouldn't call no. it rice. No, you're right. It's just cauliflower. Just cauliflower. Really yep. nicely. Minced cauliflower. <laughs> it's not bad as a, as its own dish. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I think, I think cauliflower rice helped me on my journey. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, I love rice, but I can really easily overeat that and, uh, so, yeah. it bloats me. Mm -hmm. unfortunately, as an Asian. Yeah. Yeah. So basically saying having a better diet, a diet is more important to get abs than it is to get, well, it, I mean, everyone has abs. Everyone but to get abs. rid of the layer of fat, it's not just working out, it's your diet. It's Yeah, it's both. It's totally both. Because Theoretically, like, though, couldn't you just not work out and just starve yourself and you would get abs, but you'd probably die. But I mean, like right. over time you'd see your abs, right? Like that's like starving people. That's have abs. really, you're, you're this right. Is true. Yeah. No, this is true. No, this is true. not. Well, it, it, it is it, right. It, because it is, if you're, your abs, abs are there and you'll see ribs, you yeah, know? So exactly. it's like, it's like, that's not <laughs> guess, what you want. I guess, no, but, but I mean, theoretically, no, theoretically about, yes. Yeah. What about African children though? Because it comes the to a bloated. point where you're no, so malnourished. It starts to eat the muscle there. 
Well, that's so not what I was trying to say. No, you said starve yourself. <laughs> okay. You're canceled. No, just kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think I, I've heard that before, though. Yeah. Like, you need yeah. to, I've, I mean, I know for a fact that you don't lose that. You can work out all you want, mm-hmm. but if you're eating bad, it doesn't really, it, it just does, counters it. No, it totally counters it. Yeah. Totally. It's so much easier to just eat a thousand extra calories than to burn a thousand yeah. extra calories. It's just mm-hmm. how it is. I was yeah. always, like, had the issue of, like, I think I'm. I don't know if you mentioned or not. I don't know if we're similar. Mm-hmm. Like I've always had like this issue where I, I like quantity mm-hmm. of food. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, you like to eat a lot. Yep. Volume. And, like I would rather go to a place that has like a $20, like 16 ounce, like a big steak mm-hmm. than to go to like a fancy place. That's like a filet mignon Kobe beef. It's like this big, like the size of like a scallop. I you know? agree with you 100%. I love volume. I, I want to fill my belly. I think it's an issue. The, like, I like the feeling of feeling full. Me too. That's why it's dangerous though. Guys, yes. don't you think? Because I knew, I know I can stop. Like a lot of times I'll go to dinner, have appetizers and be like, I'm good. But I'll keep going. Because you're so <laughs> high. You're so high achieving. You just Maybe. keep going. I don't, I don't like to waste either. It's <laughs> also the Asian in you right yeah. now. You guys are going with the generic brand. What? <laughs> when the filet mignon is name brand. What? We want to save money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are saving save, money. That's what money. I'm saving. Okay, when you go to buffets, uh huh. What did your parents used to tell you? How to eat at a buffet? Go to the get the expensive stuff. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch the rice. Crab legs only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they would yell at me if I wanted tofu. No, but or I something. still get rice. Like, <laughs> like at buffet. That's how much I like rice. It's it's not. It's a. Bad I mean, habit. rice is amazing. Yeah, I know. I love brown rice though. Like, I naturally like brown rice. It's chewy and good. Do you like brown or white? White, but I could eat. I I'll eat. I love Any all rice. rice, Mexican rice, even. I like all forbidden rice. rice. Yeah. Mm, nice. Cool. Well, um, we learned a lot. We learned yeah. a lot today. Good. Yeah. yeah. We learned that everyone has abs deep down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. And really. There's different ways to achieve it, and you lost. 16 pounds? 17.5. 17 and a half pounds that's in crazy. three months. That's, that's actually really, I've never that done anything really like that. And before. it's harder for girls to lose weight too. It is. Yeah. It is. And we naturally just have more fat on our yeah. bodies. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, congratulations again. And thank you for being here one day after your big, um, what is it called? 90, 90 day challenge. Yeah. yeah. 90 day challenge. Well, we, that was coincidence. Yeah. But that's awesome. Great well, to hear. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be on here. And like I told you before this, like Ryan, I, I watched all your videos like back in the day <laughs> and when you were with Dietrich making that Christmas one, the Christmas song, oh decorate God, the decorations, so literally my favorite video of all time. My sister and it's I will so play random. it every Christmas. So we're going to play it this Christmas That's again. Funny. And we like, so to, you're the person watching. I'm, <laughs> no, the person, I'm the one giving you those views on decorate you know the decorations. Funny? Those <laughs> Christmas ones or like the seasonal ones yeah. always do be, like they actually get more views over time. Some videos people them. don't go back to them, but like those they oh do God, for whatever can reason. Can you make more of those? We could. Um, <laughs> tell David, like, that's, you know, he's the music dude. It's done. He didn't do that one, but he's the music dude. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for having me on your podcast. It's, oh, thank um, you. it's really cool to people see People don't here know, but just another shout out. You let us practice our horrible BGA moves at your studio. Oh, so thank you, thank for, you that. for that. Oh, you, welcome. <laughs> we, we weren't really practicing, but we tried. <laughs> <laughs> so um, again, uh, you want to plug anything? Yeah, Where, what's going on? Like you have whatever, any, so- whatever you want to Your use. socials, your merch. You want to plug your BioGates? My BioGates? Um, <laughs> let's see. When is this coming out? Uh, soon. Okay. Yeah. Well, when people are watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys 
want to get started on some type of a workout plan, just go to my blog, blogilates.com. There's like free workout calendars. And that is a great place to get started um, if you need to get motivated. And that's all. Your socials? Yeah. My socials, blogilates everywhere. B-L-O-G-I-L-A-T-E-S. That's except Bilo Geeks. Yeah, except for TikTok. Someone took my name. But I also don't do TikTok, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, with that being said, well, you can follow I mean, us. You can, yeah, you can find, I was getting to it, <laughs> at Off The Pill on Twitter and at Off The Pill Podcast on Instagram. Um, and the way that we always end this, essentially, we just blow into the mic. Oh, okay. Yep. So in three, two, one. Oh, that's aggressive. Wait, oh, wait, you're competitive. Wait. You did say blow into <laughs> the mic. We always say that. But, you but said breathe. Oh, you sorry, said breathe. breathe yeah. You said blow. Oh, so. You said blow. <laughs> <laughs> All our audio listeners just went, oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, well,